When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. All right, back here on the morning show with me, Sid Rosenberg. You know, lately, last couple of months, actually, I've been uh, bringing Brian Kilmeade on just about every week. And the reason why is because he's really good, whether he's hosting his own show right after me, 10 a.m. every weekday here on WABC, or, of course, his uh, TV shows, Fox and Friends every morning on Fox News, and One Nation with Brian Kilmeade, which I've been on on Saturday nights. It's all great stuff. Plus, he's a super guy and a big-time author with a new book out. With that said, here he is, my friend Brian Kilmeade. Good Tuesday morning, Brian. How are are you pal good Sid I don't even know are you into history I mean you can't be into everything some people are into the economy just sports are you into U.S. history I am, and, and uh, it's picked up over the last couple of years, working with Bernard, by the way, God rest his soul. He was so into it. In fact, we played a game here every day called Beat Bernie, Brian, which was basically presidential history. So whether you're writing about Andrew Jackson or Abe Lincoln, any one of these guys, I am interested. And uh, this new book, The President and the Freedom Fighter, the relationship between Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass, looks like a very interesting read. So what I did is, uh, and I was up in Rochester over the weekend, and if you going to study anybody as much as we always love Lincoln if you could just take out Frederick Douglass's life in terms of inspiration uh, and motivation this guy's born a slave and you you see what he was able to accomplish and then instead of saying well you know America's this way America's that way if you if he could work with you with any one thing uh, whether it was uh, getting something built or or working on uh, women's right to vote, he would work for you. Even if you had two-thirds of you were against uh, African-Americans, you had racial tendencies, you wanted cigarettes, whatever it is. Whatever he could work with you, he did. And he became one of the most famous people on the planet. I just wanted to write about how he combined with Lincoln towards the end of the Civil War after being uh, a supporter and then critic of Lincoln for taking his time and his words, emancipating the slaves and letting blacks fight for their freedom in the Union. So I went up uh, and I wanted to add news. And the news happened. They take down Douglas's statue during these riots and the George Floyd riots when they should have put up another. They're trying to take Lincoln's name off a school and a grammar school. And then... A statue, a monument that was dedicated by Frederick Douglass in 1875. These rioters in Washington decided they didn't like the depiction of African-Americans in it. They're going to rip it down. Thankfully, the guards got there in time and kept it in. And I just talked about, and I don't want to dwell on this. We had a lot to talk about how we're trying to rip apart our past. Because we are an arrogant generation, present company not included, and certainly not our listeners, that feel as though we are above everybody else. We know best. Instead of judging people by the era they they lived in, like Columbus, let's take down the statue. He wasn't like us uh, in every way. Instead of appreciating what he accomplished, they say, well, he's, you know, I don't like the, the way he treated the American Indians when he came over here. I don't, I don't like the way he ruled when he sailed across the world that many people thought was flat. I don't know if you have guts. Uh, I don't, if you told me the world was flat, I'm probably not going to get in a boat and going over the edge. But he did that. But we as a generation have decided we know more and we got to take all these statues down. So I just concluded that in the paperback. Um, and so that's why I just love talking about it. Rochester is where uh, Frederick Douglass decided to live his free life. So I went up there and signed books over the weekend and, uh, and Barnes and Noble last week. And I'll be in 
Scranton, Pennsylvania on uh, Saturday after uh, this Saturday. Very cool. And on Jesse Waters' TV show tomorrow night on Fox News, again, the book is The President and yeah. the Freedom Fighter, the Relationship Between Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. And nobody does it better. Not Michael Beschloss, not Doris Kearns Goodwin, None of them. <laughs> Brian Kilmeade is the new modern-day presidential historian, and he right. really does write Those great are fly-by-night guys. Those are fly-by-night guys. <laughs> I right. mean, who knows? They have no sustainability. <laughs> uh, but you really are doing a great job. For years now, writing these books about presidential history, and it's, uh, it's all great stuff. So uh, this book is going to do very, very well. We're happy for you. A week from today, of course, Election Day, and uh, we're concentrating here, like you are, all the big races, the Senate yeah. races, of course, in Nevada. Arizona, Pennsylvania, and Georgia. All these gubernatorial races. We've seen a bunch of debates the last couple of weeks. Michigan, obviously. And New York, the big one. Lee Zeldin and Kathy Hochul. Again, Kathy Hochul, another Terry McCall of soundbite yesterday, basically saying that if uh, if you're worried about crime, it's in your head. You're a quote-unquote data denier. Not sure what that means. I do know she focuses on murder and guns. And yes, those two are down, but every other major crime is up every single one so it must be nice to kind of look at the data pick what works for you and tell the rest of us we're nuts so her inexperience is showing i mean we just assume that Demer, you know she's been around oh she's a sitting governor she, she has no instincts she has no constituency the democrats have the foundation all she thought is that she'd raise money and coast to victory and by ignoring immigration by letting the mayor fight out against governor abbott whatever you think of um i know you, you're lightening up on the mayor a little bit uh but eric adams at least is in the fight Governor Hochul stayed out of the fight. She never addressed immigration, the tent cities, the the huge hotel rooms, the overcrowded shelter system. And Lee Zeldin said the major issue is crime. Then it's going to be immigration. Then it's going to be inflation. And she says, no, everything's going fine. It is abortion. And is Lee Zeldin's mean because Donald Trump likes him? So now he she, he has the floor. Now, I'm going to have him on Fox and Friends today. I'm going to have... Um, so uh, Herschel Walker a little bit later, but I love when New York stories become the number one story because, you know, I live here. So when I could do a national show and talk about New York, it, uh, it knocks it out of the park for me. And when you look at the stats and go pick up the New York Post today, they give you the stats from 2019 to 2022, not just this year. 27 years, as you know, Sid, crime's been going down from 93 to 2000, uh, 2019. And then it started to rise. And now it's uh, serious crime is up 32 percent, 25,000 more victims out there. New York City uh, compared to 2019, 84 more dead, 599 more shot, 3,246 more robbed. I mean, these are the people that have family members that tell the stories. The people that feel insecure have been told by this governor, it's in their head. The 26 people shoved on the subway tracks, it's in their head. The video that we see every day, it's in our head. We're blowing it out of proportion. The cops that quit 4,000 strong, that's because we feel insecure and they just wanted to do other things. So uh, we're not buying it. She is doing everything to allow Lee Zeldin to pull off an upset, and they say he's one or two points away. I got a call yesterday from our friend Bo Deedle, who's going to join me in about an hour. 
And uh, he said, I'm scared to death about this race. You know, he's been following it closely like we have. He's friends with Lee Zeldin like we are. He's excited one day and nervous the next. I know yesterday, for example, there was a big rally, Brian Kilmeade, for Zeldin in Westchester. And George Pataki was a the guy they were honoring because he's the last Republican to win. But you got to go back 16 years ago. And it's the same thing when I speak to people. Yes, he's on the right side. Yes, she's out of her mind. But the issue is two to one, two to one Democrats to Republicans, and they'll live with abortion and gun laws if it means keeping a friend of Donald Trump out of a big position. Republicans are still scared to death that despite the fact that Lee Zeldin is clearly on the right side, that D, Brian Kilmeade, is going to mean a loss come next Tuesday. So this is what I looked at. Independence. Uh, say uh, they are really concerned about crime. 31% say they'll be voting on crime. Number The 21% says they'll vote on inflation. And the third, a distant third, protecting democracy. Independence will decide. And also this thing called, you know, we live this, but there's a lot of people who, you know, they're driving a truck, they're teaching school, they're coaching teams. They're not thinking about it like us. And they don't live and breathe being a Republican or Democrat. And I think there's a lot of so-called ambivalent Democrats who go, yeah, this, it's really bad. You know, I, I, I go to, I go to the street, I, I go to the park, I, I spent the summer at the beach and everyone's talking about crime and worry or they, they have somebody whose car was broken into or the catalytic converter was stolen, you know. And we have ring doorbells now, so we're everybody's sharing this video. And and then you have a guy out there who you cannot say that he is offensive. Lee Zeldin's approachable. He's competent. He is. Um, uh, he can get a conversation going with anyone. He's got the military background. He's also uh, Jewish. So with a big Jewish population in New York City, you can't say there's a fear of being anti-Semitic. No. They're in New by the York way, Kyrie, Kyrie Irving is not going to vote for him because he's Jewish. <laughs> Yeah, what is going on with that? I mean, did you see, by the way, uh, I guess the Nets won last night. Yeah, they did. They beat the Pacers. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Kyrie Irving saw all the glory that Kanye had and said, I want some of that. I think it's time to advertise a documentary no one wants to see. So, I mean, I mean, I just feel, uh, you know, the guy's playing great, too. He is playing great. Uh, that's true. But but right but, now he's public he, enemy number one in this city. He may have moved, moved past Kathy Hochul, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, what, why do this? I mean, do, I mean I, I'm just astounded by these people. Yeah. I mean, I mean, the, the arrogance to think you can, I don't know, that you're not a public figure, that people don't look up to you, that, that you take signals, that people take signals from you, and you got to be more responsible than that. And then refusing to take questions yesterday, after yesterday's win. Not a good answer. And then he's stuck, his teammates are stuck answering those questions. So what, though? There's no repercussions. It's like the Nets are going to cut him. He's not going to get traded. He's not going to get cut. So while you're right, you would think he'd be smarter. There's a lot of Jewish people in Brooklyn, a ton of Jewish people in New York. This is the last place you want to go after Jews in New York playing professional basketball. But there are zero repercussions. Zero. You know, I don't know him too well. I just follow, I've never interviewed him. Have you? Never. I've never interviewed Kyrie Irving. Never. Yeah. No. I mean, no. that's probably a good, that's something for you to do. You <laughs> should probably do that. That'd be great. I'm telling I'd love you. to. I'd love to. Believe me. Yeah. I, want, I don't want to get his thoughts, of course, on Zeldin Hochul and, you know, Laxalt uh, out in. <laughs> right. Sure he's exactly. All over that no, stuff. but. Well, you tap into your sports background there and right. you become bigger than life. There you go. And Mr. Vaccine, Mr. Vaccination cost my team a season. Yes, he did. Uh, but I don't necessarily blame him. He took a stand like a lot of like Aaron Rodgers. So, uh, you know, and others. So, uh, 
you know, I, I actually don't blame him at all for the vaccination thing. He just said, listen, no, 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 no but, 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 but he did. He, I don't blame him either. Uh, very American what he did, but you cannot deny the fact it turned out to be a major distraction for the team. And the point is with Irving, whether it's Cleveland, Boston, Brooklyn, he's a constant distraction. Now, what he did here with the Jewish thing is worse than a distraction. It's a flat-out anti-Semitic crime. But wherever he goes, this guy proves to be a distraction. One more for you, these Senate races. We open by discussing Pennsylvania. Obviously, that's a big one. You've got Arizona. You've got Nevada. Uh, All these races, uh, Georgia, too. Uh, which one or two, Brian Kilmeade, do the Republicans have to win to ensure they take back Congress? Uh, well, they got to hold. They, Oz has got to hold. I mean, come on. I mean, if Republicans just show up, Oz has got to hold that seat and and Herschel's got to win. And the word is, I've gotten heard, heard from a couple of people and you heard Schumer caught off mic. Herschel might not only win, and I'm not predicting it yet. I just don't know. But the Atlanta Journal-Constitution has him up. Siena has him down. They say he's going to get 50. So that would be the seat to flip. And Adam Laxalt, who joined me on Saturday and will join me again, big him and DeSantis actually were in the military together. Not many people know that. Unbelievably competent. But Laxalt's going to win in Nevada. So that's another seat flipped. I don't think Joe O'Day's got the, um, you know, he's going to do it in Colorado, but he's getting close. And get this, Donald Trump yesterday into uh, went ahead and endorsed Baldick, and Rick's got one up there. And even though Mitch McConnell left him alone in New Hampshire because he's because he wants to get rid of Mitch McConnell, uh, the general, lieutenant, the brigadier general is now within shouting distance of Hassan. So, uh, listen, I, I'm not somebody, you know, I'm not somebody like Stephen A. Smith of, of, of politics to say this is going <laughs> to happen and this is wrong. I'm going to admit that I can't possibly tell you how New Hampshire will vote. But I'm just listening to trends and movement and money. And, I, and I'm seeing Georgia and Herschel, man. Uh, I talked to his wife behind the scenes, as well as um, um, uh, Gail, who used to work with Romney. So I've had a relationship with her. And they say that things are trending dramatically their way. That is huge. And again, Herschel Walker will join Brian Kilmeade coming up today. He was just on a couple of weeks ago. It was great, by the way, when Brian went to Atlanta to talk to a Herschel Walker later on today. Again, the book is The President and the Freedom Fighter, the great relationship between Abraham Lincoln and Frederick Douglass. Promises to be another big hit for Brian Kilmeade, who again does a tremendous job after me every weekday morning, 10 o'clock, right, right here on WABC. That's great stuff, Brian Kilmeade. Great right. stuff. Thank you. And Sid, just for the record, I do not start my show until I hear you in the shower and I realize you're done. So when that water comes out, that's when I start. It's not to do a 10.06, right? I do the talk of New York. As soon as that shower goes on, I'm like, it's my cue. And don't forget December 2nd, I'm going to be in Newark, New Jersey, the New Jersey Performing Arts Center. And I hope to be out there. Uh, with uh, Sid Rosenberg. It's a Friday night, and I know that's uh, date night for you. It is date night, yes. But I'll be there for you. You'll be my date that night. So congratulations on all your success. You're a huge talent and a super guy. And we'll talk again next week, Brian. Have a great week. Uh, Go get him, Sid. Thanks for the time. You got it. That's my guy, Brian Kilmeade, folks. Major superstar, Fox and Friends. His show on Saturday nights on Fox News, One Nation with Brian Kilmeade is great. He gets great guests. And of course, once again, 10 o'clock every morning after me, right here on Talk Radio 77 WABC. Keep it right here. The great Bo Deedle is coming up this morning, as well as Michael Henry running against Letitia James for Attorney General, Doug Mastriano running for governor in the state of Pennsylvania, and more. Keep it right here. It's Sid Rosenberg on a Tuesday. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. 
Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.